What's up? Oh, wow. Let me turn this down just a little bit. I'm coming in hot coming today. I mean, not dance hot, but okay, why not? Come on, ride the train and ride it. Come on, ride the train. It's the choo-choo train. Can you hit us with that, Brad? Little Quad City DJs. Come on, ride the train. Yes, that's correct. It's the choo-choo. Because uh, this isn't a podcast about movies. This is a skating rink circa 1994. It's the choo-choo train. I'm pretty sure that was around that time anyway. Uh, well, this That's is it. Side That's Talks, all, all I have for you. Uh, a podcast theoretically about boop, cinema, boop, but is in boop, large boop. part also about Rachel singing impromptu and from memory. Um, and all I can remember is, it's the choo-choo. But you know what? I think that's all that that song does. It's like a whoop, whoop, no, I'm pretty sure there's, like the a, there's a moment where there are singers who go like, ah, 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 That's right. Or something like that. There's a creepy head right behind you today. What? Other side. Eek. Oh, yeah. Come oh. on, Yeah, that guy's train. been there for a, a little while. Um, side Talks, a uh, podcast about movies. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. fight. Well, it's that time. Where time we for a five-minute fight. Fight about movies. What are we fighting about today, bitch? We're going to fight about the Shawshank Redemption from 1994. That's from right. Director Frank Darabont, based on a novella called Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption by Mr. Stephen King. I wonder this where you fall. This movie is fucking great. I just rewatched this movie on 4K Blu-ray, humble brag, Sam, can on we my just 4K make a television. That I've asked him to watch like 50 million things, and instead he watches The Shawshank Redemption again. That's right. Something you know nobody why? needs to because see Because it again. rules. It's, it's an extremely good movie. Um, hmm. It turns out that the internet is right about it, um, which, you know, they were due one, I guess. Um, look, I, I don't know. I don't know what your objection is other than it's a popular movie that everybody likes and oh, that, th- that you know, it needs to be brought down a peg I like or two. popular movies that everybody likes but that does lead to it being overrated mm. i think this film is pretty boring i think it's a dad movie i think it's filmmaking by the numbers i don't think it does anything special and i i'm gonna say it's not just overrated it's extremely overrated um i think the the characters are sort of bland mm. and i don't believe it also is this a religious film is this, no. is this a church movie? No, it's about hope in, and in a general sense. It's, and any, generally speaking, when you tell me a film is inspirational, I just bleh, I'm not going to really like it. And this is this falls into that category. The warden, in fact, the villain in the movie is painted as a devout Christian and a religious hypocrite because that's one of Stephen yeah, King's favorite themes. So don't come at me re- with the, hey, it's a spiritual movie. It doesn't sort of mean criticism. you can't have, re- I mean, there are religious hypocrites and probably left behind, even though I've not made it through that film, but I would imagine there are religious <laughs> hypocrites in that film with Kirk Cameron. I just, I think you have Stockholm syndrome. I think that this is like, Oh, come there's on. There's no, I do because you know why? Just this oh, thing why? has gotten too much play. I, I did a little research Okay. in 2013. It had, 151 hours of cable airtime mm-hmm. this film yeah it's overplayed it's overrated it's not that great it's you know the script is kind of bland 
The performances are kind of bland. The characters. Whoa, the char- no, the they character, are fucking the char- not. The characters are kind of bland. This is not a great prison movie. This is not Papillon. This is, this is one not of the best prison bad movies. Bad Boys. This is not Escape from Alcatraz. Those Wait are great prison a second. movies. Let's back up. You're calling Bad Boys. Absolutely. Oh, Jesus I think it, I think it's Christ. A, I think that's a 1983. Not, yeah, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm not. Yeah, I think it's a great movie. How are you going to call a movie with these performances... It's fine. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's a I'm not sitting here trying to say it's the worst movie ever made or that it's terrible. I just think it should just be relegated to like something you scroll through on Netflix. I don't think it should be number one on IMDb or whatever the frick it is. It is it is an inspirational drama, true. It is a prison movie. It is also all of these things, and it has the structure of a heist movie, right? Where, you know, the the satisfaction is in the final twenty minutes where it reveals What's the, the whole runtime? Time, What's the runtime, Corey? Uh, it's it is a fleet-footed two and a half hours or so. It oh, doesn't drag. Okay. So here we one go. bit. Two and a half hours. Everybody wait for the last twenty minutes when it gets really good. I but just, the I didn't say anything about that being like the only reason the movie's good. It's not the only reason that's good. In you know before you even get to the revelation of what Andy has been doing behind that that Rita Hayworth poster. Uh, uh, you're you're I, you wrapped can probably, up. If you have with seen it. Red with um oh the old guy played by James Whitmore who carves his name into the beam at the top of the none you of these know, characters the, the are ha- believable well, they're all one dimensional nobody is bad everybody in prison is good no, there's very, there's like two bad people everybody well, else there are a lot good. more bad people quote it's, unquote it's, but, it's certainly none of our protagonists are complicated in any way and by the way what he's doing behind that poster if you haven't seen it which chances are if you've ever turned a TV on you've seen it you could probably guess it this is not this is not revelatory filmmaking no Corey. it's not I mean if you're if you're doing what turns out to be a prison escape movie there are only so many ways a person can escape from prison plausibly it's thinly, or at least plot, thinly plotted flat ass characters oh geez. Jesus, God and in heaven. And it's boring. Strike me dead. For two and a half hours, it's boring. Longest fucking five minutes. I just, you know what? It's just not, no. I just reject all of your arguments pretty Do much, you? you know, on the merits. So on you the don't merits. think the characters are a little too saintly? No, I don't, actually. You don't think this thing's a little too cheesy and inspirational? I don't think it's too cheesy because I don't view this as a realistic film. This is a movie with a capital M. It's a fantasy film. And there's nothing wrong with it being set in, you know, a fantasy land. Oh, I guess I never really watched this as a fantasy film. You know, I never really thought about it that way. I, mm, guess what? I still don't like it. But I, I don't, I don't think that that's what's happening here. I just think of this is, it I is. think this is that like really turnt filmmaking. You know, where everything's, sim- everyone's sympathetic, everybody's over the top, Are you gonna call, everybody's like, saintly, everything. You know, what? Am I call what? The classic films of Frank Capra, essentially. You know, well, we're cheesy not arguing and about those, but some but of them Frank certainly Darabont are. Is playing yeah, the same... some of them, yes, some of them are, yes. Okay, I reject that too. But filmmaking Frank, by the numbers. Frank Darabont Corey. is playing in the same Capra esque sandbox. He's entitled oh, ca- to do so. Can, and you know what, Sam? Can you, you know take what? some points off for Corey saying Capra sandbox? No, Capra esque sandbox. Capra esque um, sandbox, but, even worse. But you know what? I don't know how this argument's going to go. Um, I just want to say that for once. Um, I have uh, what I think is a, is, is a very enthusiastic American public on my side. Oh, you probably do. And you know, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, feel pretty good listen, about not being completely. Nobody, alone. nobody has ever said the masses are right. No, the masses in America are very frequently 
stupid and terrible, and they're probably wrong, but not it's in this good, case. Good they were due one. It's a good example of that. Sam? It sounds so anti-Catholic out of context. Um, okay. Uh, Rachel says it's extremely overrated and basically a religious movie, which I can <laughs> kind of see. Um, it feels like an inspirational, faith-based Christian movie um, from Sabin Films, maybe. Um, I also kind of see the Stockholm Syndrome angle, um, just and also the angle of kind of it's just so high on that IMDb Top 250 list that it's untouchable. But yeah, it is yeah. overplayed in the first place and high on that list because it is so great, I think. And, okay, Rachel gets, let's say, a thousand bonus points for somehow comparing bad boys to Shawshank Redemption. Um, characters are maybe a little one-dimensional, but I think that actually adds to the relatively simplistic story of prisoners versus, versus guards. Um, That's a good thing. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, so Corey wins, yeah. hands down. Plus uh, five million points, yeah, I don't doubt it. I mean, dad movie, boy movie, you know. TNT I'm not gonna, movie. I'm not going to win. It's boring. It's boring. It's a TNT branded movie, Saving Private Ryan. Totally. Lord of the Rings. Saving Private Ryan and Lord of the Rings are also excellent. Also bonus points to Corey for watching it on 4K UHD, UHD Blu-ray. Hey, thanks, um, man. Love you know what? Pixels. It looks great. Love to see it. Do you so see many how pixels. This is bullshit? So many you, Brad, pixels. Brad, do you see how this is bullshit at all? Like, can I get a witness? I'm, well, what's bullshit? It's just this like boy talk. This, so like, wait a minute. 4K. Don't don't do it. Like you're gonna get points for the like. I just yeah. Yeah, I yeah but Brad, do you think the Shawshank Redemption Brad's is a, a good boy movie? Too. Yeah, I think this is when I was saying earlier. This might be one of the times that it's squarely like three against one on this one. Yeah. Well. Sorry, Rach. Yeah. You know. Wow. Three womp. boys against and one at least one of them's a dad. And and Corey's a cat dad. <laughs> Sam's a cat dad too. So you know what? It's just like d- three dads against me. I'm not gonna win. I mean, I'm gonna win, but I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna win while I'm here. No. Nope. What are you doing? Why are you on your phone, Dad? What's oh? He's trying to play a little clip or something here, Brad. So hold on there. You know, Brad could have just done that for you, but I don't know. Was, I think it's better that way. <laughs> I'm bored. You know what, uh, Corey? My brother also likes Shawshank Redemption. A man of and, taste. Yeah. Oh, boy. Let me tell you. And, um, you know, Tom Hanks and all of that other bullshit that you like. Great it's, actor. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, right up there at the top of everybody's list. It's like a boring-ass... Eh, whatever. Um Show me that smile. Sean, tell me that smile. So wait a minute. You used like 20 seconds before the show and tell segment to continue to air grievances from the Shawshank fight. I did. I did. I did. Okay. I did because I'm so irritated. Fair enough. I'm just so irritated that we can't just be, we can do better. Great movie. Come see it at the Sidewalk Cinema soon. What are you talking about? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone collectively, we can do better than the Shawshank Redemption. We can be films can be more interesting than this. They can be better than of this. Of course they can. Oh, if we're going to do this, and we they can, can do this. Certainly be better of course than they can be better than the Shawshank hours. Redemption. Show me that smile and show me that smile. Show and tell me. That. Okay, you ready? I've got this thing right here. You see it? I see a um, piece of paper folded yep. over a DVD. I know. Case. I tried to wrap it for you. Well, I appreciate that. So it's, this, I assume, some, is from the sidewalk sound office. Right there. Is this yes, from the shelf? It is. It okay. is. And I have. I'm zooming in on the 
on the print in the back. And right. I'm going to kind of skip over a couple of lines here because as soon as I say these names, you're going to you're going to guess it. I don't want you to guess it quite yet. Um, these three people star in this compelling and witty film from an award-winning director. Okay. Um, I'll just leave it at that. And what's happening here is it's uh, it's based on an outrageous true story. Oh, is it outrageous? It's an outrageous true okay. story. Um, and it shows how one congressman who loved a good time, one Houston socialite who okay, loved a good cause. Okay, let me stop you right there. Because I like this movie. <laughs> and one renegade CIA agent who loved a good fight conspired to bring about the largest covert operation in history. You probably could have guessed that I like this movie. You, I bet you do. This is uh, the great Mike Nichols' last film. Um, and it stars uh, Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, and Academy Award also, nominee Philip Seymour Hoffman. Look at Julia Roberts in this. This is show and tell, which works really yeah. well on a podcast. Look at her in this. This is You like this? I mean, this I like the terrible. movie. It's not a great this looks wig terrible. or this, look. Yeah, I, but, mean, I mean, this looks awful. Let's be Everybody real. Everybody looks like they're dressing up for a party. Well, I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman is very silly looking. I, I You know, that, that thing I has mean, like a script by Aaron Sorkin, and it's attempting to be kind of... Wait, do people semi-comedic, like this? Not usual. No, I don't think so. But it's like it's like a semi-comedic American hustle style thing, and... Nichols kind of pushes it a little broader, I think, than the screenplay is broad. I'm unwrapping the The film package. is Charlie Wilson's War, by the way. I don't think we've said there the it title. Is. It's there Charlie it Wilson's War. That's the same DVD that I own um, Here, myself. Anytime it says to the pull quote is wickedly funny. It is. I don't believe you. I remember I don't, it being pretty funny. I don't funny, believe you when but people, you say wickedly people funny. People tend not to like this movie. They didn't really like it when it, it came out shut. in It looks shut. It looks absolute shit. I thought Look it was good. It's good. Look at Philip Seymour Hoffman's little nut duster. Yeah, it also has, for the last time in history, it was possible to do this tiny, like below the title, supporting roles from Amy Adams and Emily Blunt. Oh wow! And then they like became super big stars like within the next couple years after this movie. Is that why somebody at some point paid fourteen ninety nine for a previously viewed DVD of Charlie Wilson's War? I probably paid nineteen ninety nine for a new DVD of Charlie Wilson's War in two thousand eight. If I could get the money back that Corey has spent on shit DVDs, I would have a lot of money. Be sitting on a big ass pile of dimes. Pretty big down payment on a really nice car. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Sean, tell me that smile. You like that? I did. Well, that's the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast where your own personal cinematic Leo and Big Ed. Oh. You should really like I that reference. I do really like that. You should appreciate um, that, Corey. I brought you a treat you're, today. You're bringing you're bringing Leo energy to this. I'm I'm you know solid, <laughs> dependable big egg. But I'm uh, big so- Ed, big egg. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah, I'm speaking, which is different than what Leo does. Um, at in season two, yeah. In, oh, that's true. That's true. In season you're one, he's point. all menacing just and like angry yeah, and shit. Just being a dick. And then in season two, he's wearing a silly birthday hat and he's saying like new shoes over and yeah, over again. It's my favorite uh, image to give somebody on their birthday. Doesn't this? Doesn't the series end with like a tarantula dangling in a cage above him or something like some? I can't remember that. I don't remember. But anyway, great show. I, no notes. Uh, ten yeah, out of ten. Yeah, perfect. T- no notes. I do know that I can remember being like how I can be 
remember being incredibly chilled by, and I'm not saying like chilled, like cool. I'm saying like, you know, scared, like terrified of just him in that wheelchair and just waiting. Oh, and like, sure. He's, there's no way he's really in the state, right? And there's just something about the way that Lent shot that, you yeah. know, yeah. and wrote, wrote that and shot that that, uh, you know, I don't know. He's, a, he's an effective filmmaker. Turns out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. I, I'll I'll be Leo. I don't see why not. I'm not okay. I'm not tall either. So, I'm you know. Big Ed. I I'll run a gas Ed. station. I'm part of the Bookhouse Boys. I love Norma, but don't tell her because oh. I'm married to Nadine, who's crazy. She keeps telling me to make her drapes quieter. I don't see how you can make drapes quieter. I'm getting into character. Is everybody enjoying this? Thank you to Boutwell Studios. It was a little improv exercise. Well, yeah. Why not? Why not? You threw a character at me, and I tried to embody that character. Thank you to Revelator Coffee, our, our sponsor. Our wonderful sponsor, Revelator Coffee. Big Ed drinks a cup of Revelator Coffee every morning. A damn fine cup of coffee, if you will. In using the parlance of the He's show. He's just really running with this. I'm riffing. I'm feeling it. I'm in a silly mood today. Well, and you know, I had crossed out Bobby and James because I think we did Bobby and James. Now, I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Well, um, I but could I would totally plaintively be strum. Shit, no. I'd rather be James. I was I was talking about plaintively strumming on my guitar while I was singing a sad, sappy song and just be like, me. All right, well, you can be James. Okay. Bobby's kind of cool anyway. You you definitely have more Bobby I got energy. Some Bobby energy. Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media. That's where you can find what's going on at the Sidewalk Cinema. We have some good stuff coming up in the month of May. Aline is playing, I think, when you hear oh, it this. Is. It is. Um, so I hope you're you're gonna make a trip to the cinema for that one. It promises to be a memorable experience. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, I'm excited to see it, too. Hope to see you there, listener. Bye. 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 Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.